cleaning conversations. Everybody gather round, it's a celebration that we're still standing. Big up Katrina, she the inspiration. Came up from the bottom, she here with that motivation. Here to teach and inspire, help you aim higher, help you dream bigger, get what you desire. Real recognize, real iron sharp as iron. Let us grow your cleaning business. She ain't playing around, she had a queen mean business. So stick around, get down with a podcast. Hold it down, here we go, foot on the gas. Candid cleaning conversation. All right, everybody, welcome back to another episode of Candid Candid Cleaning Cleaning Conversations. And today we are going to be talking all about how to make that transition Mm -hmm. from working in your cleaning company Mm -hmm. to working on your cleaning company. Watch yourself. All right. So there's steps, there's levels to this. So you can work in it and then you work on it and then you got, you hire somebody else and they're doing everything and you just, you're just a business owner at that point. But, um, yeah, are there, I I often get a, I often get questions (laughs) from people like, um, can you just automated like off top you know what i mean like oh yeah can you just just can i just hire off top for this thing you know and not do any cleaning at all because i don't want to clean i don't want to touch no toilets right Mm -hmm. um and my response would be yeah you can you actually can you can just hire off top um i did not do it that way though so the question is yeah you can do it that way. I've never done it that way. I've never experienced. I never got that experience, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but I've heard stories of other people that have done it that way. And they've seen some success. So, mm-hmm. yes, you can. For me, though, <laughs> I had to be hands-on in my cleaning company. And I think I liked it better that way. Mm-hmm. And that way, it actually, I had to train myself about this industry. I want to know First of all, I was already cleaning, right? Mm-hmm. But I wasn't really, I, I never cleaned an apartment complex before. So I had to get that experience in how to actually clean it properly, mm-hmm. you know, so that you can train somebody else to do it that way. Mm-hmm. That's the way I started off doing it. Um, can you hire a professional that that already does that mm-hmm. and they're skilled in cleaning apartment complexes? You surely can do it. Um, but the only difference to me is someone being able to pull the wool over your eyes. Oh, yeah, that, that's a good one. I've had that happen to me before in, in dibbing and dabbing in accounts that I don't really have uh, experience in. You know, you might put a contractor in there, um, subcontract it out to somebody or whatever, and they might um, they might pull the wool over your eyes and say, hey, man, you know, I'm going to have to – you know, you got to give me more for this because I, I, it took me eight hours to do this apartment, <laughs> you know. And if you don't have the experience and you know nothing about that lane, mm-hmm. you don't know that you're getting pimped. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, uh-uh. I done cleaned enough apartments to tell you that that apartment shouldn't, it shouldn't have took you eight hours. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry, to, sir. Yeah, I'm going to have to go with Miss Johnson on this one, y'all. Like, I, I definitely agree. I mean, me personally, there is two ways you could do it. You could either go in it or you can, you know, <laughs> go ahead and outsource it in the beginning. But me personally, I like to 
be within it because now it helps you to be able to be it because you know exactly how long it takes, how many people it, you know, it may take to do that job with, you know, whether or not if it's a deep clean or if it's a general light clean, like, you know, the, how to pay attention to certain things. So I like that. That's just, that's just the way that I had preferred to do it in the beginning. Mm-hmm. And, um, I really didn't know anything about business either, you know. So yeah. only thing I knew was to use myself, use my own body mm-hmm. as as the first cleaner. You know, that's just that's how I did it. Okay, so I teach the way I did it because that's the only way I know. Okay, mm-hmm. um, and then slowly as I began to learn business, mm-hmm. I was able to be a more skilled now, and I understand business, so I know how to subcontract something out like window cleaning. I don't oh, do yeah. window cleaning at all. I've oh, never, yeah. I'm not an expert at doing carpets either, mm-hmm. cleaning carpets either, you know, but I know how to go. I know, I understand business and I know how to find the proper uh, contractor to subcontract that stuff out. Now that I understand business, now that I've been in business for five years, I understand how to do it now. Mm-hmm. And that, that just, it's because I went through all those growing pains or whatever, but I learned through experience, you guys. So on this uh, podcast, we're going to be talking all about making that transition. So you guys, let's say you are cleaning toilets right now okay. and you tired of cleaning toilets. You tired. Yes. You get up every day. You got your clients. You happy. You know, you, you got your shirts on and stuff like that. But it's time to make that transition and you just feel like you cannot blossom because you got all this work and your clients love you to death Mm. they don't want to let you go because you are the super duper cleaner of the world okay so how do you go about making that transition well the first thing i would say is to start saving up some money for your first employee or contractor start saving some money up not saving some money because you're going to have to hire help in order to make that transition. Okay. So you need to at least have two months worth of worth of payroll for that one or two people. Hire about two people. Cause that one person might fall off two or three people. You know, um, I always say if you got some help, family, friends, or somebody like that to help you out, that's always perfect. If not <laughs> cool, whatever, save up some payroll for at least two people. Right. At least. So you got a backup person. Okay. Right. Um, then I would say to start bringing, you know, you do your interviews. So if you working within your company, you need to have a set day where you're calling people and you're building that list of qualified candidates that you can call on, mm-hmm. you know? So make sure that you're doing that. You're at, after you get finished cleaning toilets, make sure you make some time out to call some people, mm-hmm. you know, go on Indeed, go on Craigslist, you know, and go on Zip Recruiter and find some employees or contractors, whoever you want to go with, start calling them, start interviewing them, and build a list of qualified candidates. Okay. That's another that's another thing that I would do. Um, next, after you find that person and you've built up, you want to have enough work for your body, oh, for, your, God, for, yes. for, your, for your first worker. You know, you want to keep them busy. Mm-hmm. You don't want to just have one job for them unless you're you're dealing with a real subcontractor that has other jobs. OK, because other real subcontractors, me, I'm a subcontractor for, for some companies. I'm not solely depending 
on one company to give me all my work. Right. I got other clients. So if it's that type of situation, you good. You can keep those those subcontractors on um, an Excel sheet and you can call them as jobs come in. You can call them and see, hey, you want to take a job? I got a job on Friday. It starts at 8. Here's the, here's the scope of work. That type of deal. You're, you guys got me? Okay. So after that, mm-hmm. what you can do is um, you want to start bringing the person with you. You know, whoever you decide to go with. You got an employee, start bringing them with you on the job. Because you got your you got your bank account set up, you got enough money for them. Start bringing them with you and training them, seeing how they work, seeing if they stay on, if they come on time, seeing how they show up, seeing how they speak to your clients, seeing how motivated they are. Okay, and you can put them on a trial run, three days trial run, because legally you can pay people up to six hundred dollars without having to give them a ten ninety nine. So you can pay them up to six hundred dollars under the table. Give them a little trial run, a couple of days, see how they do, try them out. If they they don't work out, pay them for whatever they did. Nice to meet you. It didn't work out, but thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Okay? Okay. Um, if it does work out, then do the paperwork and move forward mm-hmm. with, with your person, okay, with the person that you choose to go with, okay? But in order to get out of the cleaning, you have to outsource the work. Okay, so you, you there's steps that you have to take. Those are the steps that I would take. You know, um, you you want to elaborate? I don't want to be talking too much. <laughs> Just let me know. All right. Um, well, yeah, I I agree because there there are steps that, that you have to take to okay. be able to transition from basically you know what you're doing because you don't want to continue to have to work in your business so you can work out like out of your business and own your business mm-hmm. and um because when i tell you things are going to pick up things are going to pick up and you're not going to be able to handle that all that workload on your own you're going to need help to help you and those steps that she just told you about you're going to have to take those steps so you can strategically take yourself out of the business because you don't want to get trapped inside your business because if you do Man, you got another thing coming. Yeah, you you can't grow. Yeah, you you, know? you you can't at all. You can't grow until you outsource. So when you find your body and you mm. put them in there and you think this is the perfect worker, okay, they're handling the account without you. You then become an ins- inspector, a quality mm. control inspector. So you're inspecting behind your employee, yeah. making sure she's on point, making sure everything. All right, all mm-hmm. right. Then you will slowly start to see yourself come up out of it because that person is now doing the work so now you can work on something else you know you can work on your cold calls now because you got Mm -hmm. somebody that's doing the physical work so you can work on bringing in more sales now running your ad campaigns holding holding meetings with your with your vas or you know your assistant you know you can you can work on your content you can work on knowing uh, your automation numbers. work on building <laughs> systems there's so much stuff yes. that you need to learn about this business that you could be working on on the back end yes. while your worker is doing the cleaning of the toilets okay <laughs> okay so those are tips that you can take to slowly make that transition on out. Right. right. So that's that's really what I did. I just took a leap of faith. I really didn't I didn't know what to do. 
I didn't. I just assumed. I just I just took a leap of faith. I hired my first lady. Mm-hmm. Um, I did learn how to like the paperwork I had to give an employee because when I first started off, I started with employees. Mm-hmm. Uh, gave her the proper paperwork. I, I bought supplies for her, and I really I learned through uh, trials and tribulations. Like I really made a lot of mistakes because in the beginning I would buy supplies and give them to the worker on the mm-hmm. first day, and then they'll quit. Oh, <laughs> they got all dang. my damn supplies. <laughs> wow. So I'm like, I done bought $70 worth of supplies and gave it to this this person that was crying in the office about a job. And then they left with the supplies. They come back the next day. Right. So right. I said, okay, won't do that again. This is li- <laughs> literally how I learned. I didn't have no coach say, don't, don't do this. Don't do that. I, I made a lot of mistakes in the beginning, okay? Wow. And I'm just sharing my story with you guys. So don't do that. Okay? All in all, okay. you guys, understand that this is not going to be perfect, okay? You're going to make mistakes, and that's a part of your growing pains. You know what I'm saying? And you got to learn to t- turn those growing pains into pain into power, to know how you can progress and not make that same mistake. And then once you learn how to do what you got to do, share it with your brother, your sister. Let them know how you can do the same thing because we are strong together than we are apart always remember that okay because you got to partner with other people because if you partner with other people you're able to leverage more because this person you may not specialize in specialize in doing carpet but you might have a, a, a friend that specializes in carpet now y'all could team up together and then y'all can do something together right right it's not as hard as people think it is. Though. It's not. You know, it's not. It's really all about if you can find those, that perfect person, two people, you can find them, put them inside the account. It's not that difficult, you right, guys. It really right. is really not. Just have their money. Right. That's it. You know what I mean? I know I was into a podcast where a guy told said that he was uh, starting a um a, a new a brand new cleaning company in a whole nother city and he hired a CEO mm-hmm. off top. Mm-hmm. So hired a CEO, CFO, everything just off top. Just hired everybody. You know, and this is someone that's skilled, making millions of dollars in the industry and they already understand the systems that it takes and the type of person and all of that because they have the experience. They went to another city and just hired all the bodies off top. <laughs> you know, and now they set that company up and it's going. They know? already knew. So it's ways to do this. You have to find the people that are willing to work for your company, man. Right, right. Um, and that's just that's a whole nother video in, in about finding quality people to work. Right. That is another podcast, though. Okay. okay? <laughs> That's a whole nother podcast <laughs> about finding good quality workers to work for you. Okay. <laughs> but, yep, that is my video, you guys. That's my podcast. That's all I got for you right now. Those are the tips that I would take in making that transition. And just remember, you are not stuck baby you're not stuck okay. unless you unless you making yourself stuck i don't care if your client love you to death and she only wants you cleaning miss Susie need to know that you need to grow okay your cleaning company you got to go because okay. you need to grow All that's right. what miss Susie needs to know you, you let her sit her down and let her know hey i am making a transition i'm putting sarah in my place i'm going to train her up mm-hmm. and that's how you do that but you don't let no client keep you cleaning though at all okay don't you do that all right all right so 
I'm Miss Johnson. This is Miss Tamika, and that's my word for the podcast for today. And we are out of here. We will see you on next episode. On another video. I'm out of here. Peace. Uh,